coming at you after the hard Good test. Good afternoon. Neil here with the Off the Left Radio Show. And this is Who's Who in Santa Cruz, episode number 24. Something like that. I am with, uh, is that Julia Roberts? Oh, it's Gail Pellerin's <laughs> in the house. Yoo-hoo! How are you? I'm good. She's got notes, so pick the notes up. Let's go. Oh. Okay, so what yeah. are you? What are you, state assembly? What are you? What are you? Are you all comfy? Yeah, I'm going to go I want to make sure you're comfy. What, hey, you what know, are you drinking, I'm though? What drinking water? Okay. I think I'm doing the interview. No. You're doing the interview I'm me? Doing, I'm going to do the interview. <laughs> no. Uh, all's well. How are you? Good. So last time I interviewed you was in, do you remember where it was? Yes, at the boardroom. Nope. Oh, no, we were at, we remember? were at, um, we were out in Corlitos. Bingo, at your friend's place yeah, in Corlitos. She was yeah, nice lady. that was lovely. Thank yeah. you for coming to that. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. So you're the only person that TC and I have ever endorsed. Grateful, thank you. And thank actually, you so much. As, far as, much, as much as we love you, the reason we endorsed you, I think, is because Emily, I coached Emily for four years and she drove me nuts. Thank God I have a daughter that has enticed you. Drove me nuts. Yes, yes. She would just, as soon as she, I yelled at her, she'd just smile at me like, She's, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was, she's a woman of her own uh, ideas right? and speaks her mind, absolutely. Yeah. Does it fall far from the tree? Never. Never. Okay, grab your notes. Let okay, you want me? Okay. I don't have any questions. Well, usual, so, well, well why, don't, okay, why, let me ask you why don't I start with this? How did, oh, what is that? This you you, you rolled in here. here. You rolled in here with that. Yeah. What is that? So, you know, I'm, I read uh, Facebook, and I saw that you were having your 10-year anniversary right, we of the Off the Lip radio show. So you get an assembly oh certificate of recognition wow. oh from my God. I'm, I'm... me wow. congratulating you on 10 years. I, and I want to see that posted you. at the boardroom next time I come It'll in to do posted. some shopping. Absolutely. Okay. The 10 years. Yeah. I didn't know it was 10 years until I looked at it. 10 years. It says... Our 10 years was last month. Yeah. So, uh, well, it's a, they have here recognizing your 10-year dedication to covering the surfing and skateboarding scene, your incredible array of guests, showcasing wow. live music, and providing up-to-date news of the past, present, and future of the surf and skate culture in Santa Cruz and beyond. And it's dated. Um, oh. It's dated the wrong date, but that's okay. Take it. <laughs> How are you? Good. Congratulations. Wow, thank you. Look at that. I'm so. There. Wow. Is this the first actual TC certificate of recognition? TC is going to be. So, we're we're going to frame that and put it in the border. Okay, good. Yeah, I want to see it there. Yeah. 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 Cool. Thank you. That was You're very welcome. sweet of you. Yeah. Yeah. We thought, well, Rosie from KSEO, uh -huh. love her to death. Love her. She thought we'd last, like, I used to be on the radio with her all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, she you know, we give you two months. Yeah. Two months she gave us. Yeah. We'll keep you going. You're kicking 10 years later. Here you are. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Rosie's a gem. She was my woman of the year this yeah, year. She yeah. was? Yeah, yeah, she deserves it. Yeah, she's incredible. I she try to, I try to listen to her. She took, she took some knocks. Every morning, yeah. 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 I mm. like the way she focuses on good news, you know, which I think. I that, talk, we got that from her. Yeah, we, yeah. I learned that from her. There was no point, you know, interviewing people. Just being, It's all bad news and bad news. She stays away from it. She stays away from politics most of the time. touch on it, but I think she's just... You know, I mean, you know, here's the thing. So um, I toured a pharmaceutical company over in Fremont. Yeah. A couple of weeks, a week ago. Yes, yeah. a week ago. And um, and they were talking about 
the delivery of the manufacturing of different pharmaceuticals to help people through mental health crises and mental health uh, conditions that they have. And, you know, I just have a brain that is somehow wired to be positive. You know, where I just don't, I always look at the glasses half full versus half empty. Yeah. I always try to find the good in people and find gratefulness every day, something to be grateful for every day. And there's others that are just wired to be negative, to look for the bad, to look for what's wrong. And, um, and there, there's medication to help with the brain to, to make that not happen as much as it does. And, um, and I was asking, I said, well, can we figure out what's going on in the brains of people like me and, and be able to create that, you know, to create that sense of, right. of goodness You talk about that all day long, about negativity and people yeah. who are negative. And yeah. people, very few people are positive. Yeah, yeah. My, my blood yeah. type is even B positive. Is it really? Yeah. You're yeah. B plus? B plus. I'm going to give blood tomorrow, which is very, very important to do. Yeah. I so, know there's a shortage of blood. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been, yeah, it's a good health week for me because we talked a little bit about what I did yesterday. Yeah. I went in for my colonoscopy, yep. my second one, and it's shocking to me how many people don't do this as a means of, you know, health screening that they need to do every 10 years. Some people have to do it more often, right. and, um, and you know, it's, it's a leading cause of death, you know? A lot of people are dying from yeah. colon yeah. cancer, and it's just a, you know, the prep sucks, but, you know, the procedure is nothing. And get through it. Get through it. Yeah. And, you count, know. Just count to 10 and get through it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you a question. From, when, from, from, when you, from day one, when you were elected, what, what have you learned? Well, um, I got elected and. Um, Two years ago? Yeah. One year. One year ago. In November 2022. So one year and then ago? I got sworn in in December, December yeah. 5th, I think. And then we took, you know, we're in Sacramento starting our work in January. And what was happening in January 2023? Atmospheric River after atmospheric river, right. after atmospheric river. Right. And so I started work with a, uh, a state declaration of an emergency and working with my colleagues, uh, Assembly Member Don Addis and Robert Rivas, who's now speaker, and our state senator, John Laird. We were able to get a, a federal declaration of a disaster as well to get the much needed resources to this region to help people through you know, the rebuilding that they need to do after those horrendous storms that we had that wiped out our pier and our west cliff so, and roads in san lorenzo valley and uh bridges and it was devastating people were shut off from power for long there's no, long training, there's no training days then there's no you once you day one you're elected you're, you're, you're on have, it yeah you gotta have your boots on and you gotta you're, go you got it you got it right, and, no but what was crazy to me is that we have this disaster yeah and so i'm talking to folks who were supposedly in the know and i said well Where's the list of all the different programs that get triggered once we get a, a state uh, declaration? And then what gets triggered with the federal declaration? And I never was able to find that, you know? So it was right. a, a lot of figuring things out. And then we, we made sure that we had a disaster recovery center open in Felton. So, uh, so we made sure that we got that open. And, and on the news and, of course, the attention of, you know, the higher-up electeds was all... You know, Capitola, the, which is which is, you know, a lovely area that was decimated by the storm, but um, and it was very picturesque. So it made for a lot of visits of dignitaries. Whereas, our San Lorenzo Valley was, did not get the same level. I of thought attention. about that. After they got that, the flyover. After that, we got the, we got the, <laughs> the president go to Capitola, which really kind of was okay. I mean, yeah. they have insurance and they got people that fix everything. And, and but the, the helicopter should have gone downtown here. Yeah. 
and they would have a huge homeless problem mm -hmm. and many other problems. Well, and, I mean, in San Lorenzo Valley, I mean, I had cut, I had constituents that were cut off from their homes, cut off from any delivery of, of fuel to, to uh, heat their homes, cut off from water. I mean, they were just, I mean, and it wasn't just a week, it was weeks on end. And we, and a lot of folks that are in the San Lorenzo Valley live off of private roads that aren't maintained by the county yeah. and aren't maintained by the state. So we're working with different neighborhood groups now and creating CSAs, community service associations to basically service those roads. Did you know that when you when you became when you got into office that when you had a little interview with dear old, with little old Neil yeah. that it would take three pages three, no, of it's notes? Two, it's two two pages. It's, yeah, it's well, two. The, the, there's only two lines on the other page. Yeah, yeah. No, this is the case I forget anything. Okay, what, what, These are all a bunch of good numbers. Can they, I add something off here. Well, I mean, so one thing that is we this, this is this is your this is your swan song right here. No, well, no. I mean, just just a few highlights okay. of the year. You know, it's like the top ten kind of thing. Top ten so, highlights. Top ten highlights. Um. So one thing I was able to do, which is the, which is my favorite part of this job, is delivering big checks, like big size, right? And sometimes big numbers is as one, well. One, yeah. I don't have one for you. No, no. And, and so what I was able to do is um, I was able to get some money for the Highlands Park Senior and Community Center because okay. they needed some money to do their... Um, uh, ADA improvement in the facility and other structural things. So I got them $377,000 from the state. And I got a million dollars in funding over four years for the Los Gatos Saratoga Recreation Center that's doing a senior program and trying to build a senior center. And because of our farmers that suffered so much from those disastrous, not only the fires, but then the floods and the storms, um, we got them 2.123 million uh, for the community alliance with family farmers to help with emergency storm recovery, and um, and those are really critical dollars going to folks who are doing important work. In how many community. how many people are sent mails to send stuff to you via however? <laughs> about you know needing money for something or other well i mean everyone needs money right now and of course the state's looking at a 68 billion dollar deficit um but but here's the deal california remains the fifth largest economy in the world sometimes i hear fourth but you know fourth or fifth we're up there so we have money and it's a question of how that money is being spent right and where's the accountability for that money? Where's the oversight for that money? And is it being spent on the programs that are giving us the most bang for the buck? Is it helping out the most vulnerable, the people who are most in need? And is it really building the resiliency of our state? Who do we know who needs them? How do we know, how do we know who needs the money? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're hearing. Well, we we got ten guys in a room like. Like no, throwing well, darts at the dartboard? No, or? no, no. We, you know, that's that's the beauty of being out and about and meeting people in the district and hearing about the different needs. So right. certainly, uh, homelessness is something that plagues our our assembly district, our state of California. So that is a high need here in the state of California. Coastal resiliency, climate action, uh, 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 forest resiliency. Those are all issues that need time, attention, money. So the state legislature is looking at several bond proposals. There's likely going to be a bond, maybe two bonds, on the ballot in November to provide funds for these much-needed climate resiliency issues that we have. What was your biggest success? Oh my goodness! In your first year? Well, okay. So I sent ten bills to the governor. Yep. 
And guess how many he signed? Nine and a half. Can't sign a half a bill, but they signed all ten. He signed all ten. I was close. Uh, yeah. So F I was going to say ten. I better back off. A yeah. Bit. So I was very excited about that. So ten bills to the governor, and they all got signed. Yeah. Um, my background being in elections as a chief elections official here in Santa Cruz County for uh, over 27 years, I carried a lot of election-related bills. And, and one was, um, I had six of them got signed. Six were carried and signed into law. But I remember in January when my friend and colleague from Shasta, Kathy Darling-Allen, called me and talked to me about what was happening in her county where her board of supervisors a very rogue board that was elected, uh, believing in the big in lie. Words, up north. Yeah, 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 in Shasta County. Okay, and she yeah. called and was talking to me about how they basically threw out their voting system and said that she's going to have to go to a hand-counted paper ballot system, which is not accurate. It's uh, very time-consuming and costs a lot of money and requires a huge workforce. And hand-counting ballots is absolutely necessary to audit. But we have, you know, we have great technology now where we need to use, utilize that in the, the conduct of elections. So we have voting systems that go through federal qualification and state certification and adhere to voting system standards, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so she was talking to me about what happened and ha that they, they were bored through this out. And I said, well, we need to do something about this. She's like, yeah, yeah, we got to do something. And I thought, wait a minute, I'm a legislator. I could do something about this. And all of a sudden the light went on that I could draft a piece of legislation. So I did. So I wrote a piece of legislation along with the uh, Secretary of State's uh, guidance, and um, we got it to the governor, and he signed it into law. And it basically says counties can't do that. They got it here. They have to have a voting system. That's Each county. Every that's federally qualified, state certified. It has accessibility <clears throat> components for a person with a disability to vote independently and privately. That's auditable. And, um, and they can't just go to a hand-counted paper ballot system for a large election. They could right. do it for smaller elections, but not a large one. So your, your term's two years, right? Two years, right. So yeah, basically, like basically, a hamster on a wheel, so constantly basically running. You're yeah. working for one year and yeah. kind of raise money for the next year. Well, you know, it's a constant state of, right. um, yeah. But you want to keep it going? You want to do it again? I'm going to keep it going, yeah. So I, I can serve up to 12 years, so six terms. So um, I'm excited about doing that. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah. and what do you want to bring to the next two, in the next two years? So I'm, uh, we're, we're, we're going to lose a mental health advocate in the state Senate, um, Senator Eggman, she's termed out. And mental health is something that's profoundly impacted my family. And certainly after the pandemic and everything we've been through and currently now what's going on in the world and inflation and everything else that's impacting us, uh, mental health is high on everybody's list. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's affected, a public health crisis. Everybody's affected by it yeah. somehow or other. Yeah, and it impacts our workforce, think... it impacts our schools, it impacts our seniors, it impacts our communities. So um, I'm the vice chair of the Select Committee on California's Mental Health Crisis. And the chair of that committee is Dr. Corey Jackson, who is phenomenal, who, um, who has dedicated his life to mental health, has, has worked in his community as a, um, uh, a mental health um, expert. And he's now in the state assembly. And we held a interim hearing in Los Gatos on Thursday last week. And... On Wednesday, when he was driving down to the district, he was in Sacramento, he was driving down to Los Gatos, he got a phone call that his brother, who has, was homeless and has mental health issues, mm -hmm. had passed away. That's sad. And, and we really felt that this hearing, I mean, he was remarkable being able to pull 
himself together and still, you know, come through and do this hearing for us in, in the district. And I felt like it was really, um, really an honor of people like his brother, that yeah. people that have fallen through the system, people yeah. we were unable to help and guide and provide the resources we, are, they are, needed. Are we coping with the mental health? Is, is, it, is, it, is it overwhelming, overpouring the cup? Is it, yeah. is it too great? You know, I don't think it's too great, uh, but we let it go. We let it languish. We didn't give it attention, time, resources, workforce for decades. And we're, we're now seeing the reality of that, that oversight okay. or that lack of, yeah. um, of attention. So, um, so yeah, but there's a lot we need to do. We need to beef up our workforce. We need to deal with our, um, the mental health challenges that we're seeing in youth and children. I'm hearing children as young as two and three years old yeah. are showing up with mental health conditions. We need to deal with the mental health challenges of our senior population, and um, and our and how we pay how we how we pay the the rates for people who are getting mental health coverage and um, and providing those necessary wraparound services. Yeah. We need to get people off the streets into housing and then provide them the services they need so they can live their best lives. And um, so there's a lot to do. And, you know, we're, we're looking at a whole restructuring of the Mental Health Services Act through Proposition 1, which is going to be on the ballot in March, which is also a bond measure to provide funding for, for bed facilities, for f places for people to go who are having a mental health crisis. And uh, all that is necessary and needed, but I also looking at the prevention side of things like let's let's screen kids at an early age let's get them into programs early so we're not dealing with it when it does become a crisis yeah but um but right now we're it's a mental health crisis it's a public health crisis and is, it, is our biggest problem yeah, yeah. I, I would say it's it's you know when you talk to people about like the top three issues it's in the top three yeah homelessness climate issue, climate control climate yeah yeah that's another that's another conversation yeah, yeah. Because, you know, if we don't have a planet to pass on to future generations, then right. I know. we don't have to. Well, we'll have you come back before the election. Yes, I would so love ask that. Ask you again what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll again endorse you. You keep yeah. giving us that award. Well, you know. we'll give you awards. I know. And, yeah, and, you know, and we're right now working on our legislative packet for 2024. Okay. So uh, definitely be, we'll be working on um, issues around elections will be especially ai i'm very concerned about ai and its impact on elections so we're going to be working with stakeholders on that we've got um some mental health bills we're looking at as well we've got some climate bills we're working on a housing bill um you know so we're definitely getting that legislative packet together yeah. and hoping to come out with another strong win for 8028 in 2024. think so don't you yeah are you, are you staying on this level or are you going to keep climbing the ladder i am very happy where I am. But yeah. I was going to ask you, is it a job that you enjoy and have fun doing? You know, I enjoy I I enjoy listening to people, yeah. hearing about their concerns. I I am a helper, you know. I like when I hear about somebody who is having an issue, I want to solve it. Right. And so, um, you know, I really am very dedicated to that. So, so we do a lot of casework. When people have issues with the state of California, they can call our office. I have an office here in Santa Cruz. Which number is? Look it up on the website. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and then I also have an office in San Jose. Yeah. And we had a grand opening of that office. I got phenomenal staff here in the district. Marie McCarty, who's my district director. Lizette Jones, who's a field rep here over the hill. We have Hannah Barnes and Nina Chuang 
And then in Sacramento, I've got Ashley, my chief of staff, Jennifer, my scheduler, who's incredible. Make sure I get to everywhere I need to be on time. And then Rhianna Mulligan, a local Santa Cruz gal, who's our ledge director, and Charmaine Mills, who's a UCSC SLUG graduate, who's my um, ledge director. Rhianna is my ledge analyst. Yeah. So got them all. Good, got good team. And then I'm the chair <laughs> of the elections committee. So that's a great honor yeah. as well. Yeah. So I've been working doing that for the last six well, months. Well, thank you for your service. I could just keep talking, talking, talking. I, know, you should, I love it. I know. I, know. I could have just gone. We should have just gone for a walk. So like, where's the drink? Where's the fireball? The cocktail? I want the fireball. You promised. We, I'll tell you what, when, <laughs> when you come to boardroom, we, there will be a buffet served. <laughs> thank hey. you. Thank Love you, you, Neil.